Thomas, I do not have a problem with Crocs. I have I have my own Crocs. I'm a big Crocs fan. You you, you sullied the good name of Crocs by by buying like Crocs or whatever. Some weird knockoff. You've desecrated Crocs with your weird Aldi knockoffs. Well, no, I, you know I was. Yeah, look, I, I I was a big I, I was a big Crocs uh, Crocs hater for a while, and then um, Layla bought me some, and and it's like wearing little clouds on your feet. So I'm a I'm a big Croc I'm a big Crocs fan. These ones are like fleece lined. They're really comfortable. I've never owned Crocs before, but you know, if you're listening at home and you want me to get actual Crocs, considering supporting the Patreon, <laughs> you get episodes yeah. a day. You get episodes a day early, plus bonus episodes. And you get to support the show, but uh, Ole, subscribe so, so Tom can afford. Yeah, subscribe so Tom can afford on-brand Crocs and yeah, exactly. a vape that isn't flavored like strawberries. But hola uh, y bienvenidos a Benito Skin el programa sobre la historia de tatu contada a través de la historia del tatué. That is horrible Spanish. My girlfriend will fucking kill me because she can actually speak Spanish. Isn't Spanish isn't Spanish for tattoo tatuage? I don't, yeah, I don't really I speak much I, Spanish. I, I can't say that. I can't, can't say that. <laughs> that was good. That was impressive. For anyone who does not speak Spanish, you are very welcome to Beneath the Skin, the show about the history of everything told through the history of tattooing. I am one of your hosts, Thomas O'Mahony, and I am joined by my wonderful for once not wearing a hat, co-host, Dr. Matt Lauder. Bonjour, bienvenue uh, uh, beneath the skin. We can, we can all play this game. Um, yeah, hi, hi, my name is Matt, hello. Uh, and if you can see from the title, we are talking about our favourite topic, Ink Master. We are on to episode three, so if you have clicked onto this and didn't look at the title, you're so excited to listen to the show, you haven't seen episode three of Ink Master, Check it out now by whatever means necessary, and then come back and listen to it. Matt, this is your third episode of Ink Master ever. Are you excited to talk about it? I am. I'd like to first get a clarification in. When you say it's it's our favourite topic, it's your favourite topic, Thomas. It's not my favourite topic, but it's your favourite topic. Oh, your favourite topic is making fun of my off-brand Crocs. Okay, okay, fuck you. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Um, no, I'm... It's, I'm so... Yeah, third, like so, season fourteen, third episode, and you know, uh, as we'll get into, lots of interesting uh, anthropomorphic animals, and as as the bearer of um, at least one anthropomorphic animal tattoo, um, uh, you know, I'm, it was an interest, it was an interesting watch. Um, yeah, I mean, there was less. <laughs> There was less, uh, there was less kind of head explodey art historical nonsense um, compared to the last episode. And you must note that Matt was considerably less angry watching this episode because I didn't have any voice messages from him while he was watching it. While I was sitting outside <laughs> having a beer and relaxing, I watched it at eight a.m. this morning. This is the day after it came out. So this week we are looking at. Detail. So detail in tattooing is everything from line weight, shading, overall composition. This is like the finer points of your tattoos. I have a lot of tattoos that may not have a lot of detail in them from the outside, but it's all about considering the smaller things. (laughs) Last week, and we have to address this because it has come out that in last week, Diana actually chose to go home rather than get eliminated um, due to outstanding circumstances, physical illness. She was done dirty by the, done dirty by the edit. It's it's not always the editor's fault. I edit this podcast and I make you look good. (laughs) It's not hard, Tom. So with detail in mind, we're going to talk about this week's flash challenge. So everyone's in like this lovely curtain draped room. And this flash challenge is about detail. And the challenge is to create an illusion using UV paint to make their model disappear and become something else entirely. Right. So like body paint, right? Like, so again, this is going to be a recurring theme, right? Um, And I I wonder if this is, again, you can tell me as an ink master connoisseur, like really, okay, the theme this week is detail. They didn't fucking mention detail the whole time. None of their critiques on any of the pieces really had anything to do with detail like 
the the theme just seemed um I don't know, like not not even really <laughs> window dressing. It was, ar- it, it was arbitrary. It was arbitrary. It was, you know, means to an end. So my first note on this is creepy Jason still is so fucking annoying. I th- I feel like you will very much agree. <laughs> as a as a dedicated creepy Jason hater, Matt, I feel like you will agree. <laughs> yeah, so again, I'm gonna I think I had this critique last last couple of episodes too. I don't understand why in a tattoo competition you're giving people collaborative tasks because tattooing is never really a collaborative act unless you're talking about between the canvas as they call it on the show the person getting tattooed and the tattooer i mean there are some there are some some people that have done big collaborative tattoos and it does happen but like most tattoos are one artist one client and like i i, I don't understand what this is meant to tell us about any one of those in- i mean they yeah the, i thought the actual final pieces that we'll talk about in a second were good actually i thought it was quite fun to see but it's got fucking nothing to do with tattooing like yeah 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 so one quote that i picked out was don't think of the body as a canvas it has contours i mean like people have been painting non flat things for forever but okay so as you said matt collaborative so it's teams of two uh for one gian gets to you know pick things I noted that Matt should love Gian because he's also a short king. We support short kings on this show. <laughs> I get, look, I get, on like interior design reality shows or on uh, like baking or or metalwork even, like I kind of get this like this collaborative thing, but like this is just very odd. And like the other thing I don't understand and it again kind of grinds my gears. Like I want to again. I realize this is like season fourteen, and obviously reality shows evolve their formats and innovate their formats over time. So this is an unfair critique for me to make of of a show that's in its fourteenth season. But like, I just want to see more tattooing people. I I, I just want to see more people doing good tattoos. And it feels like this, you know, these like quote unquote flash challenges. These 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 challenges which are not tattoo related and they're not even tattoo related in the skills or the formats they're, they're just ways to kind of generate i don't know visuals for the show or or drama for the show seems really frustrates me and, and the drama stuff like all this weird like oh we're having an alliance but actually i'm going to be nice to the person like it, it, obviously it's ridiculous and I, and I understand that reality shows need a bit of that um for for uh you know televisual purposes but like as someone who just is really interested in tattooing, uh, I, I it 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 winds me up a bit because I just sort of sit there going as a viewer, going, "What's this got to do with tattooing?" Oh, Tom's throwing himself out the window. He's had enough. Don't do it, Tom. I'm very sorry for anyone who uh, heard in the background motorbikes going by. My uh, room faces onto a road, but anyway. There's a quote from, I can't remember who said it, who knew a little man could be so scary and that's what it's like working with Matt Lauder. So the teams are (laughs) as follows. It's Gian and Bob, Pawn and Angel, Katie and Holly and Hiram and Jason. Each team has two models to make one illusion. So essentially you're trying to figure out how to make one design that flows across two bodies. And I think there is some cool opportunities to make something very interesting with that. Have they done it? I would disagree. But anyway, so <laughs> everyone's spinning out. They're using, you know, um, what's the name for it, Matt? You know, uh, where they're spraying it. If they're using spray airbrush. paint. Non- airbrushing. Airbrush. Airbrush. Yeah. So once again, you know, all all the teams are trying to flow designs across bodies and they're thinking about this in like different ways um for one jason and hiram are trying to do an octopus which i think is incredibly lame and very low effort because you know you have eight limbs i think it's like a really obvious thing to do it's boring a lot of them are thinking about like oh movement you know how the body moves you know this is very like first year art school stuff um but like you know it, it's it's very kind of weird 
and something that I noticed as they went on the challenge is like everyone in these challenges they're all wearing like Y fronts or bikinis and honestly you'd see less meat in a butcher shop a lot of skin on show and like you have uh, like the only I suppose you have them kind of like going back and forth you know Angel starts to tell this sad story about her dad being a single parent and how she went along to all his like tattoo appointments but you know what that that's nice I think that's that's a nice family moment it's nice but here's but the other, that's 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 the other thing that really bothered me about this challenge, right? So she was talking about she's like this. She they were doing a tiger, right? Angel and Tom, uh, Pond were doing this like tiger piece, and she was like, "This reminds me of my dad's like tiger back piece." But like the whole point of this challenge was to make the body disappear, and the whole point of tattooing someone, especially a big back piece, is to use the body shape. And like, so this again was like really antithetical to what you're trying to do most of the time as a tattooer. Like, you're not trying to hide the body. You're trying to make your image work with the body. You're not trying to make the body disappear, right? And like, again, there seems to be very little. I don't know. Like, I think I'm gonna. This is probably gonna be a bit strong, but I think like there's a very little respect there for for tattooing as a in insofar as its relationship to the body because like how a tattoo fits on the body is is an interesting problem and i thought like again when we come to this later on like there were some interesting conversations about look this design isn't going to work on the body part you want part of the real challenge of getting a good tattoo but this body paint challenge was like the opposite of that it was like ignore the fact that you've got a body here try and make it invisible and i yeah it was frustrating Oh, Matt is once again applying his PhD to do bodies and spaces on a Ink Master. <laughs> well, you know, like I, 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 not even just that. You know, I, I think big, big, big gnarly like tiger head back pieces are freaking awesome. But this was like the opposite of that, you know, in 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 some ways at least. But you know, yeah, and like one thing that really stuck out to me, and it was just like a throwaway line of something Angel said to pawn about like color and detail it was like pawn is an illustrative tattoo artist as if he does not know about color and detail like i think that is like angel is a black and gray artist as we will see later on in this episode and i think it's i think it's a bit disrespectful to his wonderful you know weight plate tattoo last week that he has a great understanding of color and detail um so we're going to move on to like the actual critiques and everything in a second. But one thing I want to say is yeah, that yeah, yeah. Bob and Gian doing an alligator, it was boring as shit. <laughs> I see. I I thought Gian, I love you as a tattoo artist. I think you're phenomenal, but that was boring. It was. I mean, it was. It was boring. Like all of them were fairly boring. Insofar as all of them were animals as well. Like you know, I think we. You could have gone. Archi- I mean, it's just sort of that problem. I remember. Sorry, I just have to do this because it's. I'm a tattoo historian. Here I am being a tattoo historian. I remember. Um, there's an amazing project that was done uh, many years ago uh, called the Suits Project, and it was a whole thing where I think it was Adrian Lee. Um, from uh, um, NS Tattoo Collective in in California, so this whole project that was like, we're going to give tattooers a, a kind of blank canvas, just get them to draw back pieces. And there's a really interesting essay in that in the book that came out of it. It's about 20 years ago. In the book that came out of it, that was like, tattooers find it really difficult to work with blank pages because most of their work as as artists is collaborative. It is actually customers coming in and telling them what they want. And then, yeah, they have to finesse it or work it up or whatever. But like, you give a tattoo or a blank bit of paper or a blank bit of skin, and they're going to draw a skull or a snake or a you know tiger or a um, uh, alligator, basically. And I thought like this was just a really interesting il- uh, um, illustration of like the limits of the tattooer's imagination, <laughs> um, because none of them thought anything other than animal. Yeah, yeah. See, this is why I want to see. A much more imaginative flash challenge of them dealing with like drunk customers or customers who are hard to deal with or trying to do their own accounts, you know, or <laughs> stock stock ordering, you know. Let's move on to the actual critiques. So first up is Holly and Katie. They had a Phoenix design that was gone across two bodies, uh, one sitting on another's shoulders. Like 
honestly, there was n- there wasn't any detail in this. Like, if you look at the lower half of it, it's just no. like a kind of like streaks of paint. There's no detail. It looks like a faded mess. Well, well they I- said, didn't they? Well, they said, "Oh, we haven't got time to do feathers, so we'll just do some quote unquote flames." Like, and 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 that actually weirdly, I I, I think. I agree. Like they basically came bottom, didn't they? They didn't get any votes yeah. for, to win. So let's say they they lost the challenge. But like that, certainly the top half of that was more like a tattoo, you know, in terms of placement and 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. relationship to the body it was on than any of the others. So weirdly, that was again maybe the challenge is to not do that. But I thought that that phoenix, at least the top half, was more faithful to what it would be like if you were tattooing a phoenix on your back. Yeah. Um, yeah. But I, I think in terms of like the challenge, they kind of missed the point that it's two bodies. Like the top half, yeah, right. incredible. But the bottom half just completely missed it. Uh, Angel and Pawn, like I think in terms of like design, the tiger was very, very good. It was a good use of detail, use of like force perspective in terms of having one body in front of another. The use of like the back of the head, I think I thought it was interesting. But eh, I. I Six out of ten. Then we have Hiram and Jason. Once again, like they got praise for being detailed, but very boring and very predictable. Like an octopus. Well, Joel, Joel Madden, the host, who this is one of the other things that makes me confused. Like this is one of the few reality shows where the host gets a vote. Yeah. Like, you know, if you watch Bake Off or if you watch like RuPaul's Drag Race. Or if you watch like m- many other reality shows, like the host doesn't get a vote in the mm-hmm. competition, mm-hmm. so that's weird to me. Yeah, but he was a strange. big fan of that for some reason, and I agree with you. I thought it was bad. Like the the, the actual tentacles were sort of it was it good that they didn't just slap them on one plane of the arm, and but but the body of the octopus was odd. Like it didn't look like an octopus. It was. He was a huge fan of it for some reason, but it didn't do much for me. I, the tiger, I thought the perspective was interesting, and I thought, again, a, a, a good, interesting decision artistically. But, you know, again, tiger, tiger head from front on. This is where I want to defend the last one, the alligator, which you thought was boring. I thought it was boring too, in a way, because like we've all sat down and, you know, scissored our legs and pretended to be alligators. But I thought like that worked as a 3D properly as a 3d thing like it wasn't just a surface which was painted i mean maybe maybe that was the challenge to make the surface disappear but like i thought that worked as a three-dimensional thing and actually i I thought all of them were pretty good like i didn't think any of them were super super weak i i really did enjoy the alligator who would you who would you you have had top then if not that because i that would that was my that was my favorite my ranking would be like Gian and Bob, in terms of design, yes, it was like a little bit boring, but I think it was the best executed. Then Angel and Pawn, Hireman Jason, Holly and Katie. That's that's my ranking. Yeah, well, that was basically the ranking of the judges as well, wasn't it? Like, I think, yeah, I think you're right. Like, no, nobody, nobody took any. You know, no one's doing landscape. No one's doing. Uh, yeah, there was no risk taken. No risk taken. It's just very. It was very. Very conventional in terms of yeah, the like the votes broke down. It was like Joel voted for Hiram and Jason, Nico voted for Gian and Bob, Ryan voted for Pawn and Angel, and Ami voted for Gian and Bob. So obviously they won. I'm gonna say again, you know that that feels like a challenge from body painting master, right? Like not, not yeah. from not from tattoo, not from ink master. Because it has, not only does it have nothing to do with tattooing, it is quite specifically antithetical to tattooing in lots of ways. Yeah. yeah. No. Yeah. Uh, next is the elimination challenge. So we have the people who are safe set. So it's Gian and Bob. Hey, are you enjoying the show? If you really like Beneath the Skin and you want to help support us, you can do so on Patreon. For little as five quid a month, you can help make this show possible help us buy research materials. So if you like the show and you want to support us, consider kicking us a few quid a month and you'll get everything from bonus episodes to Q&As and you can even vote on what tattoo I'll get when we reach a certain subscriber count. Matt, have you got anything to say? You should really definitely uh, fund the Patreon because tattoo history is massive, right? 
deep, wide, complicated. We're covering some big hit topics on the main feed, but on the Patreon subscriber-only feed, we'll be getting into some really more interesting, niche, deep topics you don't want to miss out on. And honestly, the chance to kind of decide what Thomas gets on his body is probably just a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity. Subscribe, chuck us a few quid. Don't miss out on the chance to ruin Thomas's body forever. Everyone knows that tattoo aftercare is one of the most important steps in getting a new tattoo. We all want our fresh new tattoos to heal as easily and hassle-free as possible so we can show them off to the world. That's why Saniderm's here to help. Driven by science and innovation, Saniderm products have been thoroughly tested and used by doctors and tattoo artists alike for over 10 years. Saniderm brings cutting-edge technology to make your tattoo healing process a breeze. No more messing around with cleaning and plastic every few hours with Saniderm's amazing range of aftercare products. I personally have used Saniderm to heal my tattoos in the past, and they made what used to be a daily process of setting reminders on my phone to clean and rewrap my tattoo into a one-step process. Their medical-grade products include aftercare balms, soaps, and my favourite, their second skin aftercare bandages. Saniderm's tattoo bandages are designed to be waterproof, breathable, and keep your new tattoo protected from whatever the elements can throw at it so you can get on with your day worry-free and confident your new tattoo will look vibrant and will heal faster. Plus, their products are all natural and ethically sourced, so you can take comfort in knowing that you're healing your tattoos with nature's finest ingredients. So next time you're in an artist's chair, why not try Saniderm, healing your tattoos the modern way so you can get on with your day. Check out the link in the description of this episode for discounts on a range of Saniderm products or for more information. And this is the Ooh, dreaded this is, week. This is, where, this is the alliance. This is the alliance. So we we have seen there's an alliance between Pawn, Gian, Bob, Angel, and Hiram. Oh, see, look, I've I've watched every episode of this show, and I couldn't have told you that because I it's just goes that that whole bit of it, the show just goes in one ear and out the other. I'm like, who, what, why? I don't care. I do, I couldn't Matt care less. Matt just wants to see care. the tattoos. Matt just wants to see the <laughs> yeah. tattoos. So, so, shoot, so shoot me. So for anyone who's familiar with this show, you know that this theme for an elimination challenge is dreaded by contestants because people get crucified. Really? Tell me more about yeah. that. So why? It, this w- elimination challenge is pinup week. So traditionally, pinup week has had like kind of weird themes or can be very simple traditionally uh, american traditional tattooers do very well in pinup week it like when you look at the pinup it the proportions have to be right the anatomy has to be right it has to yeah what, is, what did nico flop. say long long legs short torso <laughs> Matt, matt's ideal woman you, 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 you yeah, can yeah. find his wife. You can find um, his wife and tell her that no, no body, no, yeah, or no, sorry, yeah, no head or arms, just just long legs and a tiny little stumpy torso. Yeah, yeah, I like it. Continues um, ink, this episode of Ink Master's tradition of uh, having no uh, big bodies, but then theme is pinups, and then the master of chaos, Dave Navarro, <laughs> comes down from his like weird wine cellar TV thing. And he says it's pinups of animals. So let that settle in. Da, da, da. So first we have Ami saying, you know, oh, it has to be a pinup with animal details. And anyone who is as online as me and Matt immediately clocked that this is Ink Master approving of furries, you know. <laughs> we're, 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 yeah. we're, we're, doing, we're doing deviant art on Ink Master. It's great. Oh my god! Well, we got yeah. Like, so I want to know more. Tell me more about this 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 pinup week being deadly because, you know, again talking about like tattooers having uh, having a, having a, a design language. Like pinups have been part of 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 Western tattooing forever. Um, you know, and even when even when uh, t- tattooers in the nineteenth century were were sort of going professional and tattooing fine works of art, all the fine works of art they were tattooing, if they weren't of birds of prey, they were of you know sexy ladies copied from French uh, salon paintings. So, like 
again, like pin up. Obviously, it's, it's an interesting thing to do really early in the show because it's or in the season because it's obviously a staple. But I'm surprised that people find it hard because it's such a it's such a staple of the of of the of the tattooer's palette. Well, see, see, the thing is, Matt, as you know, as an art historian, it's quite hard to get physical proportions correct on bodies, and a lot of people can't yeah. get them like a hundred percent. If, if you're listening to this on Saturday, I think I am going to go get a pinup tattoo on Saturday for fun because I have a bit of money burning a hole in my pocket. I can't buy proper Crocs, but I can get a new <laughs> tattoo. Matt is showing me his pinup tattoo on his shoulder. But so human cams has come out. Bob and Gian got the skull pics. And these are some fucking really fun animal pinups. So first we have an American traditional llama pinup on a beach with a pina colada. Next, we have a neo-traditional Hawaiian leopard gecko pinup with sunglasses. Right, now, here's my question on that. So this is, again, yes. we'll talk more about this style in a second, but what would you say, Thomas Omani, is the difference and I th- between neo-traditional and new school? I think there is a difference. I don't think the show seems to care, but what would you say the so, difference was between neo-traditional and new school? So the two... The difference, and this is my definition, feel free to argue with me on Twitter at Beneath Skin Pod. <laughs> the difference between neo traditional and new school is that neo traditional is applying techniques from traditional in terms of like composition. It uses multiple line weights as opposed to traditional, which would traditionally would use similar line weights throughout the whole tattoo. It uses a much more varied color palette and it's much more muted. So you have a much more subtle shading and co- like lots of like muted olive greens, blues, reds, and it kind of flows together. And this applies as well if you are a neo trad artist who does just black. And actually, funny enough, there is a fantastic artist from who is in Dublin uh, called Julie Midnight who does incredible neo trad black work. Next, we have a so new school. New School is much more vibrant in terms of color palette. It's much more, has more pop. It has more highlight. It has that kind of depth to it, but it also, it looks like a sticker on your skin. So it has that like really defined placement on your skin. With me so far? I think so. I think I agree with you. So I, my, my understanding of those terms, neo-traditional is like traditional color palettes. You know, so like Cap Coleman, Again, this is a tattoo history podcast. Let's put some tattoo history in here. Cap Coleman, famously, you know, would tattoo in black, red, green, and yellow, right? And that's all, that's all you got. Japanese tattooing, as we talked about a bit last week, uh, or in the last episode of the podcast, was would really only have been black and red. Um, you know, the, the, it, it, a really broad color palette didn't really enter um, Western tattooing, uh, or t- any, any tattooing, really, until, like, after the Second World War, there's this story about Cap- about Sailor Jerry inventing purple, for example. So, like, um, I I would say like new like new traditional is like sort of those arbitrary technological limits of traditional Western tattooing. So you talk about like thick line work, fairly kind of limited color palette that's largely reds, greens, and blues. Not a huge amount of you know purple, pink. Uh, turquoise, all of that kind of stuff, um, but expanding the kind of visual language, so being a bit more postmodern, you know, doing capybaras. Yeah, think, for example. like, like think, a- think about think about how Gion's Art Nouveau, Audrey, uh, not Audrey Lord. I was about to say Audrey Lord, uh, <laughs> Audrey, Audrey, Aubrey Beardsley, Aubrey Beardsley, Art Nouveau. It's kind of like Art Nouveau. It has that very like flowing. Uh, composition to it, so yeah. yeah, and like so, I would that's so I I would say like I would say I would say new I would say neo I would say new um new sorry neo traditional was like traditional but with a sort of expanded visual repertoire, um although that slightly misrepresents the the history of that, but I think that would be it. And then my understanding of like new school would be you know I remember when that term was sort of invented, it was like. Nineties, uh, two thousands. It was stuff started looking very, as you said, stickery. Lots of pink and purple and like 
silver tone, kind of grey tone stuff rather than using black. Um, it was very, uh, like, it, it had a lot of the visual language of traditional, so lots of anchors and stars and ships, but done in this sort of very 90s, like late 80s, early 90s, kind of slightly postmodern style. Like, that would be my my read. So the reason I asked that question, and again, um, it will come into my, I guess, as we talk about the individual pieces, but like, it seems like the customers come in here and they say they want the style, and then the styles are kind of like held, handed out, refer you back to my previous comments about the ethical nature of this, but they're handed out to people that are bad at them to try and fuck over there. And then sort of they ignore them. Like, I didn't see any difference in the final pieces between the customers that asked for new school and the customers that asked for new traditional. Like, there wasn't any difference as far as I could see. Um, and the judges don't seem to care either. Yeah, so... The next design is a new school rockabilly pig. After that is a neo-traditional capybara dipping its foot in a hot spring. Then there is a realistic elephant with a barbell and two babies. Two baby elephants, that is. Uh, Then we have a sexy neo-trad giraffe in lingerie. An illustrative pinup cow whose skirt is blowing up to expose others that are spilling spilling milk on a BBQ. On a barbecue grill. Okay. Okay. Pause there. Pause there. Again, I want to come back to style, but before we do, what the fuck is that as a theme? Like that is. If, as, I'm a vegan, right? Like as a vegan, think about what's going on in that fucking story. That is a that is a mother expressing milk onto like d- d- her dead relatives, like sexily, like she's. Matt is doing art analysis on Yes, yes, Tom. As an as a tattoo historian, I feel like you should have seen so many weird and fucking strange tattoos that this should not shock you. Well, look, okay, once again, right, let's talk about anthropomorphic animals tattoos. Right, here we go. Right, we've got a little pig here tattooed on my Matt has a massive uh, sexy Um, Garfield chess piece that he's showing me. Fuck off. Um, I have a pig here, like carving itself with a knife that's actually taken from a um a, a, a salami label which is just the darkest thing like animals happily serving themselves up which is a weird staple of like meat advertising it's just how happy all the animals are to be eaten um but like that there's so much darkness in that theme of a, a cow squirting milk on a fucking grill like it's so dark. Let, it's so dark. Let, okay, let's let's let we we'll get back to that. So the last design is a new school doe in the you know the Marilyn Monroe pose above the vent where her dress is blowing up. So we've got Bob and Gian got skull picks. They're gonna assign these to whoever. Jason, as usual, is like, eh, they're going to give me the hardest picks. Me, 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 me. He's been a whinge. So <laughs> the assignments are the American Trad Llama goes to Gian. The Neo Trad Hawaiian Leopard goes to Hiram. The New School Rockabilly goes to Katie. The Neo Trad Capybara Gecko. Go- Gecko, sorry, Gecko. Uh, the Neo Trad Capybara goes to Holly, which is notable because when Holly was on, she did an amazing tattoo of a capybara in the season that she was on previously. The realistic elephant with a barbell and two baby elephants goes to Jason. I fully feel I agree with the assignment of that to Jason because Jason is so much of a whinge that he deserves hard tattoos. The neo-trad giraffe in lingerie goes to Bob. The weird cow pit cow pin up with the others out squirting on a barbecue goes to pawn and the new school go new school dough goes to angel so as we are going into tattoos obviously everyone's trying to change you know placement design katie's canvas wants it on her ribs getting that sort of thing on your ribs is gonna fucking hurt so she convinces it to move it to her leg reasonable Jason, well, not only is it going to hurt, it's also not going to work for the design because your ribs stretch out weirdly. Yeah. Jason completely changes the tattoo from black and grey realism 
to a illustrative design and like i'm just like whatever and kind of everyone else generally sticks to the theme so so we go along everyone does the tattoos then we get to the critiques this is what everyone wants so we're gonna go in order so the american traditional llama pinup on a beach with a pina colada by gian the background is a bit flat no it's it's you know it's in line with american traditional there's a lot of really great detail because remember it's detail week in the face in the body i think this is a really good tattoo oh i really like that yeah i love that i thought like again weirdly given that that one of the things that um Nico said he wanted was a long neck and he did a long neck and then they were like too much neck too much neck um no i i love that i really loved i really loved i really loved that totally Nico's afraid of getting a bit of long neck. Um, then the Neo Trad Hawaiian Leopard Gecko pinup with sunglasses by Hiram. This is weak. It looks floaty. He he does like a lot of you know shading. There's not a lot of strong line work and outlines. One thing you can notice is he did two left feet as well, which he he will get pulled up on. <laughs> yeah, which he denied, but he obviously did too. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and the new school Rockabilly Pig by Katie, I think had, you know, really good proportions, really good line work, really good composition, good background as well, had a picket fence. The wasn't dots were wasn't new school? Wasn't new school. Was, wasn't, wasn't new school. New school. I, I would say closer to American traditional, but it was yeah, a really good tattoo. It was a really good tattoo. Um, yeah. Katie's Neotrad Capybara, the perspective is off, she hid one of the hands behind the head which is a very good trick if you don't know how to draw hands like it's hidden up in the hair <laughs> color is really color you know like the color you know, in our history the, the rule we have to determine if you're an artist or not you know like that's not art the only rule there is is if you can draw a hand you're an artist if you can't draw a hand you're not an artist it's okay. the only rule okay we're learning it's the only rule who says you don't yeah. learn if you who says you don't learn on this show if you can't draw a hand, you're not an artist. Why enroll in an art history course in the University of Essex when you can just listen to this show? <laughs> then, you know what? I like. I have to give it to Jason. The texture of this tattoo for the realistic elephant is great. The color is so good. The lines are uneven on, you know, the close-up, but, you know, you have six hours to do this tattoo. It Like, he did a lot with it. Then you have the Neo Trad Giraffe and Lingerie by Bob. Like, this is like laser printed onto the skin. Lot, like, insane detail. Textures are so good. Like, Bob, like Bob had, was in, must have been like. That show was, that, that show, that, um, that tattoo was so horny. Yeah, it, it was. Like, I, I have a note down here that, uh, why is Bob so horny? I'm, I'm scared. <laughs> but, like incredible like i i if he has posted this on his instagram his instagram is a bad case of purpose look it up it's just insanely good then pawn's tattoo the illustrative pinup cow whose skirt is blowing up to expose others that are spilling milk onto a barbecue grill really good tattoo really good tattoo like he took a insane design and made it work yeah it's but no one no one mentioned how dark it was. Well, there's no there's no vegans on that show. Actually, I want I want to backtrack. I want to backtrack because we talked about Jason's. We did not talk about how Jason completely changed the design. So it's like an eighties, you know, jazzer size elephant in lycra with it with its two kids. Like that, you know, he took a brief and really ran with it, made it cool. But completely changed the tattoo, which that's the ink master way. And then we have Angel, who's like her new school doe, I think was much more closer to neo-traditional. Like she ran out of time. So she like, to be fair, she really packed the color in. But I, I think the colors are a little bit muddy. The proportions are off. It's a little bit flat for a new school tattoo. I thought, it was, I, do you know what? I think it was a good tattoo. It wasn't what she was supposed to. And so here's my question. Well, here's my question again for you as a viewer of this show. 
And it comes back to something I said earlier on. Why why don't why do the judges care about the request? So why why aren't like points deducted for them changing the placement from what the customer wanted? And why, for example, wasn't Jason judged for not doing a realistic toe? I mean, you know, it was a good, it was a better tattoo than, he, and I, again, ethically, I think it's better that he did what he did. Um, and it was, a, I enjoyed that piece, but like, what it seems to me like, again, as a tattoo challenge, like your customers, I mean, yeah, I guess maybe the part of it is like talking your customer around, like that's a skill that tattooers need. Um, and and tattooers, as Doug pointed out to us, like, you know, everybody, like, tattoo, good tattooers, you do that every single day. But like, it seems like the the style request is complete, and the placement is completely ignored by the judges. Like it's irrelevant; doesn't matter. Yeah, I, I like. I think in terms of like the showmanship of the program, I think that's part of it. Is like how well can you talk a client out of getting a tattoo that's difficult and will inevitably end up bad to something that is less bad yeah, but, the, at but worst. the flip side of that is that the customer gets a tattoo they don't want well the thing is and we're gonna we're gonna talk about this because um a spoiler alert i have contacted some people who have actually been human canvases on ink master to talk about their experiences i haven't even told matt this so it's a, an exclusive if you're listening <laughs> but uh, essentially it's a free tattoo like the these tattoos would cost a couple of hundred quid easily Oh, at well, least, yeah. yeah. Well, they're so, five hours. They're, they're five-hour tattoos. So these, these tattoos are probably like five, six hundred pounds. Yeah, yeah. So we're getting to the judging. Um, it kind of talks about the same points that we made. Bob's is by far the best of the week and is voted unanimously by all the judges. Like, uh, like that tattoo is fucking incredible. And it plays it was, really you know, into his You know what, hours. though? Again, when... When Nico said, um, "I want pinups to have long legs, short torsos, and and sorry, long legs, short torsos, and long necks," I was like, "What? Like a giraffe?" <laughs> yeah, and then here we go. are. But the bottom three are Hiram, Holly, and Angel. I think right, rightfully deserved. Rightfully deserved. Uh, yeah, Hiram, agreed. Hiram's uh, gecko too floaty, bit too wishy washy. Holly, like. The color work in Holly's capybara is great. The proportions are a bit off. I think, you know, it's an okay tattoo. If I got that, I'd be happy with it. But on this competition, not good enough. Angel, rightfully in the bottom. I think she undersaturated the colors. It Tattoo looked flat and a bit lifeless. Yeah, the, I mean, I didn't really, I didn't even really mind the tattooing, but the the critique about the dress of that dough being looking like it was folded rigid was... Completely correct. Yeah. So we get to the judging and they're going back and forth. Hiram is defending the gecko. It's really between him and Holly. You know, people are critiquing Holly for hiding the hand behind the head. One arm is like really short about, you know, both are pointed out to have weird feet. Hiram has two left feet. Holly's are kind of the perspective is a bit weird. But when it comes down to the vote, so. Joel votes for Hiram. Nico. Yeah, he was he was on, he was he was very annoyed. Joel was very annoyed about the foot being the wrong way round. And I think like fair enough. Like that. I mean it was it was definitely backwards. <laughs> it's definitely backwards. Yeah. I mean I've had yeah. so I, I had a tattoo years ago by a friend of mine um who I got has some rats tattooed on my leg and um the tower finished the, the the job and like cleaned it up, and then noticed that they'd missed off at one of the rat's legs. They just not transferred it from the stencil, <laughs> um, and they noticed and tattooed it in. Right, but when you're tattooing, as I understand it, and again, so this is someone who's not a tower, you're not necessarily looking at the whole piece. You're looking at that's why tattoos make spelling mistakes all the time. You're looking at it as a technical yeah, challenge yeah. as much as a drawing challenge. By that point. But he, to be fair, then it, but he did draw the initial design, so it is it mm. is his fault. Mm. But like, yeah, like come on, it's, it's, it's on the one hand easy enough mistake to make, um, but yeah, yeah, it would have it, it would have annoyed me. I think the critique as well that like 
top down face is quite good on Hiram Satu, but it just gets so muddy as it goes down. Ryan votes for Holly. Ryan really takes issue with Holly's tattoo about the hand, the feet. It's all about feet this week. And then it comes down to yeah, Mr. That was James. Unfair. I mean, again, if you look at, you know, was it Ryan was furious about that? You can't, can't even draw a hand. But like, again, look at like, look at, look at the pinups of Sailor Jerry. Look at the pinups of Owen Jensen. Look at the pinups of Cap Coleman. Look at the pinups. Loads of them aren't fucking around doing hands. Like, <laughs> you got thirty minutes to do a tattoo. You're not getting fucking hands. Yeah, you're yeah you're drunk. You're drunk at the time. Like, um, again, I think fair enough. Do a hand. You know, there's no excuse now. But like, I don't know. I, a pin up with a hand in her hair is a perfect. I'm just gonna tell. You, I don't even know if my pin ups have got hands. Look, look, look at the hands on her. She's taken from some Sailor Jerry flash. She's got little spades for hands. What about this one? Yeah, this one's got like one hand hidden away behind a, a little towel holding her bum, and the other one is is again just a weird little grip on the towel. Like tattooists can't draw hands; they're not real artists. Uh, I'm gonna clip that out. That's gonna be the preview for this episode. <laughs> but it it comes down to uh, the sniper, Mister Ami James, and Ami the goes sni- the snipe the sniper. And just like a sniper, he always gets his target, and Ami votes for Hiram. So our Latin king, Hiram, goes home. Now you understand why I did the intro in Spanish. Adios, Hiram. Um, Adios, Hiram. Sad to see him go. One less black and grey realism artist on this show. I think it leaves the the, um, stylistic repertoire of people left very narrow yeah right there's no one in there who's a great realism person there's no one in there that's a great black and gray person oh i guess you said angels does black and gray but like she's not like she's not she's not mr cartoon right she's not she's not paul booth like you know um she's not uh uh you know she's not this kind of hardcore la black and gray uh jack rudy style there's no one who does well. I think everyone in there is working within quite a narrow space yeah, of like yeah. neo traditional and new school. So what what we're really saying is that Ink Master hates people of color and women. Well, I think, but also, but look, it's an interesting. I think it's an interesting um, outcome of the format, and it's again different to other reality shows in a way, right? So if you think about, I don't know Bake Off, which is I. Started in Britain yesterday, so me and my partner. Oh, I love Bake Off. I watched it. I I watched it live the other night. It was great. While eating a Victoria sponge. Obviously, some some bakers are better at cake than biscuits or bread than you know muffins or whatever. Um, But yeah, like the the winner of Bake Off can be someone who's great at muffins or great at bread or great at, at cake or great at biscuits. Whereas it seems like, I mean, for example, if you were a black work artist, you just couldn't be in this competition. There's no, there's nowhere in this competition you could be if you're a black, if you're a black work person, right? Um, if you work, if you work in black work or geometric, you, there's nothing in this competition. Or for even, you. It, it, if you're, even like hand poke tattoos, like there, like there's no space. It's very, yeah. it's very narrow. But look that. I think that is the victim of but that's its weird, isn't it? Isn't that isn't that weird? Well, it is. It's, it is. It is a victim of the format, and I think one of the reasons why these tattoo shows frustrate me a bit because you know they're not like they're not going to give these people a hand poke challenge, are they? Has there ever been a hand poke challenge? No. In no, 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 in no, Ink no. Masters history, no. Right? No. Has there been a black work? No. Um, not that I can remember. No, okay. So like that's that's interesting to me. And like, you know, even even come back to the, the episode with with the little Japanese, weird little gotcha Japanese thing. If you were a proper hardcore traditionally trained apprentice Japanese tattooer or, or tattooer trained in Japanese style, you'd struggle in this competition. And that's a f- artifact of the competition, not of the not of their tattooing. And I think the tr- that isn't true of like let's say Bake Off. You know, you you could you could come to Bake Off and be a weak 
cake baker but a great bread baker and still still have a chance of winning it but if you came at this show and you were an amazing like let's say you were uh i don't know leo's duetta in the 90s like this complete crushingly innovative amazing black work artist who changed global tattooing forever you wouldn't do very well in this program and that seems to me like a real limit of the format well but like that's the thing is that traditionally with this show the people who get to the finals are neo trad black gray realism people who do kind of new school stuff but i think some of the, like the best tattoos throughout this entire show have been by american traditional artists because like with all with all art you have to understand you have to have strong fundamentals and i think japanese American traditional geometric work, they all understand the fundamentals of tattooing. With Hiram Hiram gone, who are you rooting for, Matt? Who who are we who who are we supporting? Who do we want to go? You know? What give give, give the listeners what they want. Give the listeners what they want. <laughs> um this is probably don't want me to talk about this show, which is annoying me increasingly. The more, I, I wasn't really annoyed about this episode, and now even the more we've talked about it, I've talked myself into being annoyed about it. Matt, we uh, Matt, we only we only have thirteen more seasons to watch after this. Oh, we're gonna retro. I, I, look, I think um, I've met tattooers like all of these people. All of their styles feel very, you know, it's 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 it's, it's tattooing for the people, right? It's it's the kind of like I'm gonna walk in off the street and get a tattoo, um, kind of thing. Uh, no, weirdly, the other thing that I haven't seen mentioned a lot in this program so far is any mention of tattoo history. Um, you know, no one's sort of gone, oh, I'm really inspired by X or Y. This tattoo really inspired me or or whatever. Um, that said, I I am still uh, pitching for Pon, but that's only because I have a style. That's my that's the kind of stuff that I like more than, more than other stuff. I mean, this again weirdly feels very like twenty years ago um, in terms of aesthetic. Uh, but yeah, I like I like I like Pon. I like Bob. Um, I actually like I like I thought what Katie did today was was nice. Um, Gian stuff's a bit too illustrative for me. A bit thin. I, I want heavier lines. I want more punch. Um, but I thought what he did was great. Um, Angel, I think is the weakest left in the competition. Um, Holly needs to, I think, make up her mind about what she's doing. Um, she doesn't seem to have much confidence in her work. Uh, this feels like, this feels like I'm doing critiques like at, at university. I go to like art schools like, and critique MA students quite a lot. It feels like that. Um, and Jason, again, I don't know what he does. I don't know what he does. I don't. I don't see. He does. He does like kind of illustrative mix of new school as well. Like yeah, but I mean, I haven't seen anything that like nothing in anything that he's done had any personality. I agree. I agree. Yeah. But so what's it, next it, week? Like what's? Uh, we don't know. We don't know. We have to wait until Thursday morning to find out. Um, for me, I I want justice for Gian. I'm a Gian stan. Um. I think he should have won season eight. He should be sitting up on that judges panel. Um, I, in terms of anyone else, I want Bob to be in the final. Like Bob is an incredible artist. Like I think he does a very specific style of tattoo, but he does it so well. I like Pawn. I like Katie as well. I like Holly. I, I, I just want them to do like a freestyle challenge, design a tattoo in your style, do it. That's what I want to see. I want to see them excel at what they do, but obviously this show is about Does that testing happen? their. Uh, I can't remember if it's happened before, but I don't think it will. I I would like I'd laugh like, honestly. Like I really want I really want like hi I want a I want a black work quote unquote tribal you know I want a black work sleeve please like I'd love to see I'd love to see all of these people well, because you know even like. You know, I, I had I had a lot of background on my sleeve blacked out. I was never happy with it when it was first done. And um, a, a tattoo called Delphine, uh, not Sway, tattooed the it in black because it's really hard to do solid silky black. Let alone do you know black that works, black work that works with the flow of the body that isn't culturally appropriative that's still interesting. 
Like black work is hard. Good black work mm-hmm. is hard. And yep, yep, it's yep. a real be a real test of skill for these guys to do a big, solid, single toned, nicely healed piece of black work. And that would be a real skill. Like that would be that'd be a technical challenge for me, right? Yeah. Like yeah. that's a bake off technical challenge. I'd love to see a bake off technical, you know, like just get someone like me or whoever who's got loads of tattoos, don't give a fuck what's tattooed on them. Tattoo a square, tattoo a circle, ham poke something. Like do a black, do a single black like piece. I'd love to see like real yeah, I'd love to I'd love to see some like proper proper technical challenges where like, you know, a little bit of the the, the real technical skill was abstracted. Like do a whip shade or do a do a smooth black and grey gradient or do do a power line. I mean, God, like there's a fucking blast from the past. Like double line something and it doesn't look broken up. Um yeah, bake off bake off technicals, but for tattoo challenges. Tattoo a I don't know, tattoo someone's finger. Like do a little do a little glyph on someone's palm, right? Like which is so hard technically to do for it to look good and heal. And then like, hey, you're doing it now, but check back in with us in two months when it's fucking healed. Like that's what I want to see. If I want to see an ink, I want to see the ink master. I want to see someone that can do that shit. So Matt, are you excited for next week? I am. As I said, like I quite enjoyed. Like I sat down today to watch that episode, and like after last week when I was so furious, I felt that quite a nice watch, and I was like, oh, actually, the the pieces were nice, and the the, the results of the challenges were nice, and I was like, what are Tom and I going to talk about for an hour? Actually, the more I've talked to you, the more I've realized things about the program that have made me cross. <laughs> so, <laughs> Matt loves Ink Master. I, I don't just want to talk about the show, but I want to talk about what it tells us about tattooing and what it tells us about tattoo history and, and the kind of image it gives. Like, if you're a customer, right, let's say you're that customer who goes in and says, Look, I want this thing on my ribs, and your tower goes, No, I don't want to do it on your ribs. Well, fucking leave, go somewhere else. If they can't do it on your ribs, they're fucking shit. Well, no, not that. It's not that. Like, but it isn't that. It isn't that. Like, the, the reasons for having on the ribs was, were good. But, like, I, I also worry about this. If, if This is the image that people get of tattoo culture, right? And, and also the idea that, that tattooers can be like, no, that's a shit idea or a shit placement. Like, I don't know. I worry about the way that Ink Master trains customers as well. Thank you very much for listening. If you're enjoying Ink Master, if you're enjoying this series, tweet at us. You can find me online at got it at Guineas. That's G-U-Y-N-E-Y-S. You can follow the podcast at Beneath Skin Pod on Twitter and support the show. Your support makes the show possible. It helps us, you know, buy research materials, do more in-depth episodes possibly do every thir- every previous 13 seasons of Ink Master so I can torture Matt <laughs> more. Yeah, we're, 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 so, we're so grateful. So we've, we've got a few patrons now. Uh, pat- patrons? Patrons. Um, we've got a few patrons now. And, you know, it's such a honour and a blessing and a, and a kindness of everyone that's supporting the show already who's paying money to hear what we have to say because... You know, like, uh, this is something that we re- are really proud of. And we know that everybody's, you know, got choices to make about what they spend their money on. And um, honestly, we're so, so grateful that anyone chooses to, to spend money to support what we're doing. And and thank you so much to those of you who've already stumped up um, to support the show. We we are, you know, really, really grateful. And hope, we hope you like the content that is subscriber only. Um there's a lot more of that coming in future. So thank you so, so much. So if you want to hear free episodes a day early, you want to hear some bonus episodes, you want to vote on the 100 subscriber tattoo that I'm going to get. Uh, we haven't decided on the artist yet, but we have a couple of designs. And if you just want to support the show, if you like what we do and you want to keep it going, kick us a couple of quid. Matt, where can people find you online? Uh, at Matt Lodder on Instagram, on Twitter. Um, send me emails, uh, 
via there, send me DMs, send me smoke signals. I work at the University of Essex. Um, I've got a book coming out. Read that. And uh, yeah, thank you very much. I'm, I'm easy to find. Semaphore, carrier pigeon, just shout, he'll hear you. Exactly. Thank you very much for listening. Bye.